listening to the SLCC podcast series What's on the Agenda. Each episode brings you content created especially for clerks. The shows include question and answer sessions with sector experts, special guests and much more. Learn more about our podcasts by visiting us at slcc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hello, I'm Naomi Beebe and I'm joined with Shelley Parker. We're both from SLCC and today we are lucky enough to have with us in the studio Mark Galbraith, who is SLCC's former Wales Policy Liaison Officer and Emma Smith, who is our Welsh advisor. Thank you both for joining us here today. Mark, I'll start with you. I mentioned that you are formerly our Wales Policy Liaison Officer. You've just stepped down from that role and Emma is going to be picking up from you. Can you tell us a little bit about about the role? When did you step into that role? Okay, it's a bit of a story, so bear with me. It, it all really started for me back in 2012, following the Williams Commission report on public service reform agenda. There was a series of Welsh Government white papers on various iterations about draft bills and what have you. And uh, the then Chief Executive of the Society, Howard Midworth, um, he commissioned me to do uh, some consultancy work on doing some consultation submissions. So that was really the start of the relationship, the formal relationship I had with the Society. Um, uh, a few years later, that progressed. And then um, I'm just thinking back now. First of all, it was the, the Clark magazine, if I can sort of go off on a little tangent. So Mr. Richard Walden, who was interim chief executive, he was editor of the Clark magazine then, though. He was, he's a canny devil, isn't he? You know, how he, he draws you in and, and on this fishing expedition. So he phoned me out of the blue, and I can remember the conversation as if it was yesterday. And he said, Mark, um, how would you like to write articles on a regular basis for the Clark magazine? I thought, oh, well, Richard's asking me this, so I better not say no, isn't it? You know, he said, I'll give you some time to think about it. And after about five seconds, I said, yes, I'll do it immediately. <laughs> so no hesitation in, in, in coming forward. And, you know, he'd even thought of the title Mark's Musings. So he'd, he'd banned this, but probably knew anyway, wouldn't say no. Because I I don't think no's in my vocabulary most of the time when it comes to helping people. So I, I do enjoy that. So that was the start. It was the Clark magazine that got me in, as it were. And, and then rather than commissioning individual pieces of work, there was a um, an issue where there was a former uh, Wales representative. It wasn't Wales Policy Liaison Officer, I forget the title, um, but there were obviously there was a um, there was a bit of a, a hiatus, shall we say? Then with looking at changeover personnel, what have you, and then this opportunity came along in November 2015, and uh, it was right at the height of going through this public sector reform agenda, and it, it, you know it's such a really good subject to get into. So that's really was the start of the journey uh, for for me uh, stepping into the role, and it, it's been a blast ever since in terms of where it's taken me. And uh, you know the super distraction from the day job, um, and it is it's uh, it's it's wonderful really because you get to rub shoulders with people you ordinarily wouldn't otherwise meet, and so it's it's been a wonderful experience. Thank you. And you mentioned the day job. You are still clerk to I'm going to test my Welsh now. Llanelli Rural Council is that right? Llanelli Rural Council. Yeah, Rural that's right. Council. I'm still clerk there. Yes. And when how long have you been clerking there for? Uh, since 2001, July 2001. There's an exit strategy there as well. So I plan to retire in July 2026. 
So what I'm planning to do, the two and a bit years I've got left, uh, I want to make sure that the, the council is in ship-shape fashion, uh, structures, right staffings there, and succession plan in place as well. So hopefully when I do retire, uh, the council will forget about me quite quickly because I've done a good job in getting a good successor in place and the handover is seamless. So that's the plan. Excellent. Back to the policy liaison officer role. There's quite a lot of collaborative work involved with that. So can you tell us a bit more about some of those, the networks that you've built or the relationships you have with Welsh Government, with other stakeholders, and some of the the work that that you've done in that role? Certainly. Well, in terms of the, the areas of work, I'm involved with the National Training Advisory Group and Helen Quick from the Society was quick to see this and there was a bit of a disconnect in terms of uh, having representation on that body with Helen so I could sort of make the connections of the sort of policy development regarding the sort of um, the training requirements for clerks and quite a lot of this uh, was coming through in policy development of the Welsh Government where they're talking about upping the game of the sector in terms of capability and capacity. This is quite important. So um, that's one facet uh, of um, the work. And you're meeting there with colleagues from NALC, Welsh Government, of course, One Voice Wales, and and, and the Society of Local Council Clerks. Another area of work is the uh, audit liaison group, where myself and Paul Egan from One Voice Wales, we meet on a periodic basis with Derek Evans from Audit Wales, and we'll go through basically the, the audit issues for the year, any pinch points, difficulties, uh, sharing information about how people are meeting their governance, sorry, councils are meeting their governance arrangements, uh, and plans then for any publication of public interest reports, as well as looking at audit themes from uh, one year to the next. So, uh, again, quite different in terms of looking at and being involved in looking at themes for audit. That's quite fascinating. I mentioned Welsh Government and certainly through the public service reform agenda, there's been uh, a lot of interaction with with Welsh Government on various things. First and foremost, the Local Government and Elections Wales Act 2021. There was a lot of work done there on, uh, you know, responding conscientiously to the draft bill. And, uh, you know, we made a really good case, uh, I felt, which uh, Welsh Government listened to. And they've enacted quite a lot of the suggestions from the society, which is fantastic. It's really refreshing. There's also then the Finance and Governance Toolkit. And um, I, I do remember it was back in January 2020, just before COVID, where we were called to a meeting in Cate's Park. It was Rob Smith, myself, Lincoln Wilder, and, and Paul Egan from One Voice Wales. And we were sat around the table and we were tasked with coming up with some kind of framework to try and improve capability and capacity. The Minister at the time was concerned about the governance arrangements and the number of audit qualifications. And it was from that meeting that we came up with this idea of producing a toolkit. It had been spoken about in years gone by, but I think the pleasant thing about it was Welsh Government officials didn't want to be too prescriptive or dictatorial. They very wanted the, the sector to take charge of this so it could police it and manage it. And they then followed a series of 20-odd, 26, 27 meetings to where we are now to present day. So the, the main tranche of the meetings were creating this this beast, as I call it, but it's an important thing. Uh, it, and the way I look at this document, it sits at the very top of the py- uh, learning pyramid. So part of the, the part one section, which is generally a health check, it's a yes and no, and they're all to do with musts, what councils must do. And I was thinking about this. In, uh, we were all tasked to the representatives on this on this group. We're coming up with various iterations, how they felt they would come at it. So I looked at it from a class perspective, and based on questions over the years, people had asked me, well, Mark, what policies should I have in place? 
Uh, what should I do? What should I focus on? And, you know, because each council is different, you think, all oh, right, where do you start? So I, I was thinking then about, right, these are the basics. These are the essential requirements you've got to have in place. Yes, no to these. And if it's no, this is where you need to focus your attention on. So that was the first part of it. The second part is a more fluffy thing, as I call it, you know, where you've got the, the deeper dive into your, your governance arrangements and your interaction with the community. So I could speak all day about that. So I, I'll move on from that. Uh, another important piece of work is a digital health agenda. Um, and we spoke about this yesterday in the Clark session for Wales, uh, where Ember and I did a, a presentation on that. And that's a ground piece, a breaking piece of work in terms of looking at all sorts of issues to do with the digital sphere in Wales. So that's looking at capability capacity issues, training needs, hardware, equipment, connectivity, you know, looking at your meeting arrangements, hybrid meetings, social media presence, website presence. It's a it's an it's an enormous agenda and that, that's going to be an ongoing piece of work for the next two to three years, if not longer, if I'm honest. And that's something I'm sure Emma will be looking to get her teeth into, which is it's really exciting piece of work. So that gives you a flavour of, of the sort of things that um you know, uh, the role encompasses, but you do meet a, a wide variety of people. And, and also as well, you, you, you get the exchange, for example, with Shelley, we, we were interacting at Shelley, the external affairs officer, where, you know, you, you meet with individuals who are commissioned work for the pen report, for example, on ethical standards. So they do pop into the into the ether from time to time. They get in touch and you think, oh, right, they know about me and you know, they want to have a discussion with me and, 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 and give the views of Clark. So... It's a, a wide, varied role, but a very interesting and challenging one as well. Emma, if I can come over to you now. Tell us a bit about your journey, your background. How did you get into clerking? Okay, well, I um, first became a clerk in 2014 uh, when I applied for a job uh, just 10 minutes down the road from where I live. And I was going into it not really knowing a lot about what the job was about. So it was a steep learning curve for the first six months to a year. Um, and then I sort of got my feet under the table and started to really enjoy it and enjoy the fact that I could see the result of my work. I could see the impact it was having on the community. And it was quite, that was quite different because I'd been working in central government prior to that where everything was quite with, far removed from the community. And it was all sort of policy and you were almost in a sort of ivory tower away from everybody so it was really nice to be there working on community level and, and having that impact and seeing what you could do to make a difference to people. So that started then. Um, shortly after I went to that council, I gained another council, as happens in this sector, yeah. a smaller one just up the road from there, which was also different because it was a lot smaller and didn't have assets and things like that, but also good that you could you know, have an influence on that community. And I was with those two for seven years before I moved to my current council in Carmarthen. Thank you. And you're also our Welsh advisor. What sort of queries do we get coming in from our Welsh members? Obviously, it's really important that we are providing that advice. Yeah. It's different in Wales to England. What sort of questions do you, do you get asked? Generally quite similar, I think, to what we have in England, but obviously there's different rules and regulations in places, different processes. For example, with internal audit, which we've identified recently, you know, and you get this sort of one from clerks who are struggling with issues at councils, or you might get somebody who wants uh, a copy of a policy or help with um, personnel issues or payroll. And where those issues are quite general, I will deal with those. But we've also got the more specialised advisors in finance and in employment planning and that, that I fall back on as well for that more specialist advice. So it's about being a general advisor for Wales, really. 
uh, being a first point of contact for those clerks in Wales with their, with their Wales-specific queries. And you mentioned the internal audit. You've been working with us and Paul Egan at One Voice Wales on having the, the Welsh version of the internal audit uh, e-learning. Mark, you mentioned audit as well. And I'm just wondering if perhaps as you enter retirement, you might be tempted to do the internal audit training uh, to become an internal auditor for Wales. I wasn't expecting that question. To be honest with you, so. <laughs> uh, that's something I'll have a think about, uh, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Emma, you are a Welsh speaker, but am I right in that you learnt Welsh as an adult? Yes, I sort of went to English medium school, but in secondary school, studied Welsh at GCSE A-level and then went on to do a degree in Welsh in university and lived in a Welsh-speaking halls of residence and have used Welsh in pretty much all of my jobs. And now I raise my family in Welsh as well. My husband's a Welsh speaker, so are my kids. So it's... Um, Mark is giving Emma a huge so, round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's sort of almost turned everything upside down from doing everything in English to doing pretty much everything in Welsh now. So, and um, it's very, very useful in the workplace, especially yeah. in a town like Marvin. Yeah. Um, and you are taking over from Mark as our Wales Policy Liaison Officer, what are you most looking forward to as you pick up that mantle? It's getting involved, even though I moved away from central government, it's getting involved in that level again while still being able to do what I do as a clerk. So influencing those sort of policies which will have an impact on what I'm doing day to day and being able to give that voice for clerks with that understanding because before, as I say, we were almost in isolation and would be commenting on things and responding to reports that I've received either with praise or with criticism of things but now I feel I'm better placed to do that because I'm actually on the other side as well yeah. um so just looking forward to getting involved in that but in a sort of a, being able to advise them from the point of view of somebody who's actually doing the job um it, it's almost sort of flipping what I was doing yeah. before so but again being involved in the center of things at central government so and Mark, any words of wisdom that you would like to share with Emma? Mm. Yes, I, I think certainly in terms of the application to the role itself, just be yourself. Um, don't be afraid to challenge and make sure then that your opinion matters and that you are forthright with that opinion if you feel you need to make the case. More often than not, most people are receptive to what you've got to say. And as long as you can argue the case, you, you, you'll do really well, I'm sure. Mark, we're going to miss you tremendously at the Society. We thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you. Um, it's, thank been you. An, it's been an absolute pleasure, I have to say this. Thank you. Uh, it's been a blast uh, being given the opportunity to represent the interests of member clerks in Wales. It really has. It's quite humbling uh, that they put their faith in me. And I've, I've got nothing but praise and thanks for the staff at the Society, the board as well, for the latitude they've given me to uh, do the role in the way I think fit. You know, it's really helped me um, thrive, I, I guess, and, um, you, you know, uh, take them to the role for as long as they have. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. And Emma, welcome. Welcome.